BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Freckled Foodie and Friends, a podcast focused on making healthy living approachable, hosted by yours truly, Cameron Rogers. Today, we are joined with Indy Lee from Indy Lee, very self-explanatory, but one of my new favorite skin, beauty, face cleaner, everything product that I found at Felane and I talk about all the time on my site, but is truly changed my skincare. So welcome, Indy. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm so happy to have you here. So I did just give you a little heads up, but to kick it off, mm-hmm. how would you define success? Yeah, I, I'm actually happy you didn't ask me in advance. That way <laughs> I wasn't overly prepared. I just have to give what's in my heart. And I love that. for me, success is being happy mm-hmm. um, within. I love that. Um, and it's that confidence and knowing who you are. And to me, that's success. And, you know, God bless if someone can get there when they're, you know, 16. Mm-hmm. I certainly did not. I, yeah. I like to say I figured out who I was when I was 30 and I fell in love with myself when I turned 40. I love that so so much. And so for me, that is a success. Yeah, I totally agree. And with you saying that, I I did a little research on you personally before this, but it seems as if you've lived a couple different lives. I have. Not quite nine. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely have had um, a couple of iterations of myself. Exactly. So do you mind diving into that not a bit? Not at all. Not at all. So I started my career as um, an accountant. I'm a okay. public-private CPA. So mm-hmm. I worked for a big four firm, Ernst & Young. And then I went over to HBO and I managed their international finance division, Very which cool. was incredible. I got to travel all over the world I'm with sure. them at a time um, where you're just seeing so much change in the industry. Mm-hmm. And then I had my first child, and I realized I couldn't travel internationally. I was actually the food supply, so that made traveling internationally (laughs) a little difficult. (laughs) Once I came back, and I was really blessed that HBO then moved me over to domestic, and Uh uh, I realized at that point that I I didn't love accounting anymore. So I left, and I went into career consulting and recruiting, and I did that for a little while. And then I was working crazy hours. A friend of mine started building school gardens Okay. Alice Waters was doing in Berkeley yeah. and I was passionate about gardening and I said let me help you I love the idea of chil- teaching children the importance of nutrition I love that farm so to much. table I'm with you and I felt like if they understood 
how to plant and watch these vegetables mm-hmm. grow, they'd be more apt to eat it, which was, we found out 100% the case. Yeah, and it makes it accessible to them. It makes it a fun activity, Absolutely. and then they get it. They totally do, and they're excited, and all of a sudden, carrots mm-hmm. aren't vegetables. It's exactly. like, this is really cool, it's sweet, I, I made yeah. this, or I can make soup with it, and totally. we're really doing that whole movement. And um, I said, let me help. So I built a 750-square-foot greenhouse in my wow. backyard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I go big, go home. For real. <laughs> and I was running the nursery. That's amazing. And where was, where were you Up in Westchester, where okay. I live now, up in South Salem. And it was wonderful, but one day I wound up in the office to two days, and three days mm-hmm. before I knew I was really pretty much the CFO, and I wasn't in the greenhouse. And I said, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. And I left, but I said, I'll help to provide you with any of the plants, et cetera. And I was really doing it on my own, but more bringing um, microgreens to local restaurants, edible flowers to Whole Foods, starter That's plants so to Whole fun. Foods. It was really, really cool. And really getting involved with the slow food movement because yeah. I knew how important what you're putting in your body is, right? Definitely. Food is medicine. I don't, I look at yeah. what I'm talking to. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> no, no better I than me. But really loved it from the gardening hands in the earth. And then in 2008, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, mm-hmm. and I was no longer able to work in the greenhouse or the back farm I put under production because my flare-ups were so intense. So awful, yeah. Awful, awful. I actually had to go on to methotrexate, which is a form of chemotherapy, for four years oh to get gosh. it under control. Yeah, it was crazy. And what would your flare-ups entail? They were, I looked like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Woman. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how. And like creepy because my hands were like, you know, claws and I mm-hmm. couldn't put on my shoes and I was so much pain and so uncomfortable. Um, and the humidity and everything just, just was not doing it any favors. Of course. And so I stopped, but I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with all this calendula? I mean, I had mm-hmm. a lot of calendula. <laughs> and I had probably about 12 different varieties of lavender that I was growing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with this? My sister announces she's pregnant. I'm like, I'm going to make her some products. I'm a DIY. I love I Martha Stewart. It. I'm like, I am going to be the little Martha Stewart for her baby shower. And yeah. I made this whole little line called the Botanical Baby for her. Oh, and, my God. You really you oh, go all out. Yeah. I, was, I really had a lot of time on my hands. And then I um, made little favors for mm-hmm. everybody there so everybody could try. I don't know what I was doing. And... Everyone's like, oh my God, maybe this is your new calling. And I'm like, I don't really think so. My mom's like, yes, you're going to have a baby product industry. I'm like, mom, I don't think that's what I want to do. I'm not really sure what it is. Yeah. And the whole funny thing is, I didn't want anything toxic on my nephew's tush. So I wanted to create a safer alternative. And I just didn't look at the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. So I like to say the universe decided to really give me a swift kick in the head. Because I was going to say, well, yeah. we'll get into that. But yeah. And then I um, was losing my vision. Okay. And um, went to the doctor and had an MRI and was diagnosed with a brain tumor. And you had no... No clue. November, it was November 4th, 2008. I just, I went to the doctor. I said, hey, I'm losing, losing my peripheral vision out of my left eye. Something's up. And he mm-hmm. said, we need to get a scan. And immediately I went off. And 45 minutes later, he asked me to come in. And I said, okay, only if you tell me. And he said, okay, you have a brain tumor. I said, I'll see you in 15 minutes. Holy shit. Yeah, that was a holy shit moment. I everyone says, oh, oh my god, what'd you call? Who'd you do? What you blah, just blah, went blah. in? I didn't call anybody. I really got in my car and just started driving. It was a fifteen minute drive, and I, mm-hmm. I knew that I know the doctor well. In fact, um, his kids and my kids are in the same grade. The whole mm-hmm. thing, and um, 
I was like, okay, Peter, what do we have? And he said, I don't know, but it doesn't look like cancer. And it wasn't. Okay. Um, but he sent me, said, you need to go see some heavy hitters. So Duke, NIH, Johns Hopkins, Sloan Kettering. And basically they said, we're not sure what this is. It's growing pretty rapidly. Get your affairs in order. You probably have about six months to live. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And were they not even proposing surgery? They were no, just... they said there was really nothing that they could do. And it's so interesting. When The minute I got in the car to drive to the doctors, that's when I realized that I was one of those people who had been a planner and actively planning my life instead mm-hmm. of actively participating in I'm it. I'm one of those. Are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, great. I yeah, was have... way more until I had a similar, well, not similar yeah. at all, but I had a life moment that changed things for me. It's incredible, And it right? changes everything. In that moment, I said, oh, my God, I've been a passenger in my own freaking life. Mm-hmm. Time to get living. And I said, from this day forth, I'm going to live it with what now I call the three Ps. Like, every day with passion, every day on purpose, and fully be present mm-hmm. to every moment because I was a check I'm the box. I'm going to take that from you because I really like it. Thank you. I'll always think of you now. <laughs> but truly, we just, you know, we just plan. Oh, you know, what's the next thing I have to do? Okay, what do I have to do We're after this? We're always thinking about the next thing. And I find myself so caught up. It's definitely what causes me anxiety is what's yes. happening next and planning. And I catch myself that I'm so focused on that that I'm not actually living or enjoying the thing that I was so excited to plan a week ago. Yes. You know, you're constantly in this mode of planning versus let's enjoy right now. And... Exactly. And mm-hmm. that's who I was. I mean, I, I had a plan that I had two kids, a boy and a girl. Yeah. Check, check. I mm-hmm. mean, I didn't like... Yeah, but... <laughs> but look at that, out. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I had to have the two kids. I apparently had to have a large greenhouse. I had to have the career, the whole mm-hmm. thing. And at no point did I really take time to enjoy every one of those accomplishments in my yeah. life. That's why I'm not thinking about what's going on for the rest of the day. I'm fully present and fully here with you right now and enjoying the fact that you invited me on your podcast. And that's, pre- that's pretty kick-ass. Yeah. And let's enjoy it and have a meaningful conversation instead of the planning. And mm-hmm. that's why by the time I got to the doctors, I knew this was happening for a reason. and I just didn't know what it was, but I knew yeah. it would present itself. And did you always believe in things happening for a reason because I have a hard time saying everything happens for a reason because such shitty things can happen to people mm-hmm. so what I say is everything presents an opportunity to make a change for yourself oh I love so, that oh thank you okay but had, did you always believe in no. that no I I would say everything happens for a reason I didn't really know what I was saying yeah everything happens for a reason but nothing bad happened right yeah. but then something happened and I said okay this is this mm-hmm. is truly wake up call happening for a reason and one of it I knew was to get in gear and start living my life definitely um and I knew I really knew something powerful was going to come in because that was that was a true life-changing shift that 15 minutes changed the course of my life forever sure and I do live that now that everything does happen for a reason Mm -hmm. um I truly believe that sometimes we don't know what that reason is Mm -hmm. but we have to be open to accepting and seeing where it's going to lead us to next. I totally agree. So then your doctors were saying you had six months. Mm-hmm. Said six months. And what then led to surgery? So I, when you're given six months, you know, you're like, what am I going to do? Like, mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to find a doctor that's going to give me a different diagnosis and yeah. prognosis for sure. And I went to my neuroendocrinologist and I said, how the hell is this going on? Like nobody in my freaking family has anything like this. And he said, we're seeing more and more of these things tied to the environment. I'm like, mm environment dude you should go to my backyard and see how I eat mm-hmm. and he said yes that's part of the environment and what do you put on your skin and that was like the my awakening like literally mm-hmm. 
blow me down. I didn't hear anything afterwards, and everything came into like focus. It was it was like, you know, when the yeah. doctor goes, is it a? I doctor goes, is it yeah. a or b? All mm-hmm. of a sudden, everything came into it came clear, and I said, holy shit, that's what this was about. Did not even listen to when everybody said you should just create a line. The whole thing. That's what this is. I'm going to create a line that mm-hmm. is clean, that is effective. I really wanted to look beautiful on a shelf because back in 2008, 2009, clean did not look very pretty on a shelf. Yeah. But more importantly, I wanted to educate and empower others to live their healthiest life and to really understand what was going on into the beauty industry because the truth was I knew, like I said, I didn't want anything toxic on my nephew's touch. Yeah, but I you knew. were still... I was, please, I'm show lotions and punk. Lotions yeah. and potions junkie. Yeah. But I didn't really think about that. Mm-hmm. And then I said, holy crap, like, I've got, people need to wake up. I mean, the laws haven't changed since 1938. It's insane. It's insane. And I do think it's the last thing for people to acknowledge when they're living these quote-unquote healthy lifestyles because even myself, I was so focused on what I was putting into my body. I would read the ingredients of any, if anything was packaged, I would would always read the ingredients. And then I think about walking into a Sephora or an Ulta or whatever, and I'm not a product junkie, but I obviously had a few things. And even using that of my friends, Never in a million years. No. I didn't even know ingredients were listed on those things, to most be people, honest. Honestly, uh, most people don't. And most of them are even on the boxes, not they on have the to product, be. so that Illegally, you don't even see it. They have to be on the forward-facing. They have to be on the box, right? So yeah. when you're on a shelf, you have to be able to pick it up mm-hmm. and see it. But people didn't re- realize Never. that. No. no. And now I'm like, okay, just like you read every ingredient that you're eating, yeah. you to, your skin is your largest organ. Mm-hmm. We know that your body will absorb a certain percentage, and sometimes that percentage can be in twenty six seconds. I mean, think about oh my god, not, and not everything, <laughs> but think about transdermal patches. We get estrogen. Yeah. I mean, every you name it, nicotine patches. We know, and we just choose to forget it. I feel. I think that the <laughs> industry hasn't necessarily enlightened us to think that mm-hmm. way because of, you know at that time most people weren't formulating clean. Yeah, and so I said, "This is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to find a doctor that's going to give me another another diagnosis." And I started doing, you know, six months. What am I going to do? I'm I'm going to be really happy and enjoy my life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend as much time as possible with my kids because they were like eight and five. And, and were they told any of this was yes. going on? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they were old enough to know mom was dying. I mean, okay. you could you could see it. I was starting to shut down. Yeah. Towards the especially towards the end, and I needed to prepare mm-hmm. for the what ifs they weren't they weren't newborns they were you know fully functioning kids um and so they knew what was going on but when I was home I was with them when they were home I was with them but when they were at school I was researching and doing everything I could and looking for another doctor and I got really lucky uh doctor at NYU said no problem I'm gonna take a chance wow and I said great and he says you know you don't have a great chance you know you don't have you have better than Mm -hmm. you have less than 50 percent odds of making it through Without mm-hmm. any, you know, without any repercussions or waking up, I'm like, yeah. that's great. I'm dying. But it's Let's something. Go. It's better than it's no chance. It's hope. Exactly. Yeah. And um, it was April. 20- he said we're going to do it on April 22nd. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to start a line on Earth Day when I wake up and start. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is a sign from the universe. Everything's aligning. And I went in Earth Day and I said, time to put on some kick-ass music and let's go. Wow. And um, so this is very personal, but yeah. I have no boundaries. No, I like, like that. Prior to this surgery, mm-hmm. are you saying goodbyes yes. to people? Yeah, no, I, 100%. I mean, yeah. I had goodbye parties. 
Um, I had all my affairs in order. I was writing notes to the kids. I was started a blog Mm -hmm. because I have an incredible family, but an incredibly large one. And you know, half of them wanted to do prayer chains every night, and then the other half wanted to do the "Oy vey, you're dying" thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just wanted to spend time with my kids, so I kept a blog. In fact, the a lot of the blog is still up on our website now. Mm that kind of walk through the journey. I said, you can keep up with me and where I am and with this whole yeah. um, going to visit doctors on my blog, and I named it Indy Lee. I love that, because you don't have time to be texting everyone. No, no. And um, I was getting ready. I, In my heart of hearts, I knew I wasn't going to die, mm-hmm. but I also had to be responsible. Exactly. And it's so funny that you ask, because most people don't ask me that question. Um, I actually made, I made sure I had closure with anybody it's so everybody. interesting. So, I mean, I I called the ex-boyfriends from high school. Wow. Like, it was like... So you really... I, hey, but then when you woke up, you had a freaking amazing life to return to. Seriously. You had it's no so, baggage. It was, exactly. So it's so funny when the, I said, put on some kick-ass music. Yeah. You know, it's time. It's a day to live. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know... <laughs> Do you need a social worker? Do you understand what you're doing right now? Like, I'm in a good spot. Yeah. I've said all my goodbyes. So when I wake up, mm-hmm. I'm waking, waking up with a clean slate and incredible energy. It's amazing. And It's so inspiring. Thank you. And when I woke up, I was all of a sudden, I was able to see completely out of both eyes. And I had really not been able to see now okay. out of my left eye. And I woke up, I'm like, oh my God, I can freaking see. What? And the nurse yeah. is like, you're awake. I'm like, a good sign. <laughs> Great. Step one, complete. Check. Um, but she said, you know, she, I said, yeah, I, I know I'm awake, mm-hmm. but I wasn't able to see. And she's like, you're very sassy. Uh, <laughs> and she was like, I'm getting the surgeon. And the entire surgical team came in and I was like, oh shit, this yeah. did not go as well. And that's when he said, you're done. We got everything. Oh my, I have chills. Thank Straight you. Chills. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh my God, that's it? Yeah. And then I, of course I asked for a scotch. <laughs> That's amazing. And he's like, uh, did you, you get one? No. He's like, you you can't have a scotch. I was like, <laughs> okay, cigar. He's like, you're on oxygen. I was like, frappuccino. He's like, you're not drinking or eating for a while. I was like, oh, what good is this? <laughs> <laughs> so, what was recovery like leaving that hospital? So, I was in neuro ICU for um, a number of days, mm-hmm. um, and then I went to like the regular type room, mm-hmm. and you know. The recovery in there was really easy. I just laid there yeah, <laughs> and was on my phone mm-hmm. and talking to everybody and planning the business because I was like, okay. I woke up and four hours later, I was on the <laughs> phone with, I swear, it was like four hours after I woke up from surgery and I'm calling the guy who's helping me with my website. I'm like, okay, we're going to we're gonna turn it on in May. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> it's like, lady, d- d- like, didn't you just wake up? I'm like, yep, yep, it's go time. Let's go. Not, yeah. not a moment to spare. And I think in the beginning I was so like, oh my God, like rushing because I mm-hmm. just wanted to experience everything. Um, but my my recovery was really easy. That's amazing. Yeah, I I was really lucky, really Especially lucky. Especially for brain surgery. Yeah, I can't even explain it, but mm-hmm. like... Within two weeks, I was walking around around Manhattan, to yeah, be honest wow. with you. I mean, I had to stay close to the hospital and whatnot, because mm-hmm. you know, I basically had a hole in my head. Yeah. But um, no, it was really an easy recovery. The, the hard part for me was being slow, because all I wanted to do yeah. was live. Mm-hmm. And I, that, I think, was the only challenge. But that should be someone's biggest challenge, waking up from that type of surgery. Yeah, it's very fortunate. I haven't stopped. It's really been like the most surreal freaking fantastic journey anybody could ever 
It sounds explore. like it. Yeah, I mean, Honestly. like here I am. I just celebrated ten years, and I'm like, wow, my products are freaking in Sephora. Yeah, and so let's talk. And Nordstrom. I'm like, what? Absolutely. So after you got off, once you were released from the hospital, yeah. <laughs> um, then what? Like from then on, what were the next steps for Andy Lee, and when did it become what it is today? Um, I will tell you, it took time. Mm-hmm. They say it takes ten years to be an overnight success, so I'm <laughs> at my ten year mark. Woohoo! Yeah. Um, I thought it was going to be like that UPS commercial where, like, they turn on and people are standing by their computer, and it's like one mm-hmm. order, then two, and then it's like five hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah, that's not how that happens. <laughs> I just want to put up. Nope. Very rare. My mom ordered. My my aunt, like some <laughs> friends, and then I realized, oh should I I'd like have to do that thing called marketing? Mm-hmm. And I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I got into a co-op so I can learn how to sell at a retail environment, okay. which is really cool near me. And I was you know selling online, and then um, my friend introduced me to um, this woman Rebecca, who is you know was is still with the company, um, who's been there with me, and you know she said you know I, I really want to join this and be a part of what you're creating and be a partner. Um, uh, that she knew she understood marketing and mm-hmm. she understood sales, something I didn't, and so she, you know off she went and we started opening up stores and. And whatnot. It was really exciting. And then um, someone said to us, well, I said we were eco-chic. And I'll never forget, we had a PR firm. And they said, everybody loves your products, but you're not exactly chic. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't at all. (laughs) And then we changed our packaging. Okay. Um, uh, My designer, Nick, who's still with me. Again, these people have been with me forever. I was team. Yeah. I still have the the first three people. Like, Mm -hmm. they're still with us. That's amazing. (laughs) and Nick like totally redesigned into what you know you basically see mm-hmm. today. And I love the Ella, product. Thank now. you. I don't know what it looked like originally, it, it, but I love it now. Go look at the vintage. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, One day you can sell a vintage. Line. That's right. Um, and the the brand just took off from there mm-hmm. ex- exponentially. I mean, we were on counter at Henry Bendel, um, then Saks called. I'll never forget. You know, I had a vision board. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm woo-woo. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I actually don't have one, which shocks me, but I'm very woo-woo. So Okay, cool. I so support that. I believe what you put out into the universe really comes true. Totally agree. Manifesting, abundance, you name it. I'm a big manifester. Okay, okay so I put on my vision board that mm-hmm. I wanted to be in anthropology. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be in Neiman Marcus, in Nordstrom, in Sephora, in Blue Mercury, in Space Again. Like, I had all of these stores that mm-hmm. I wanted, including... Lane. like I, I mean, and I, as new doors yeah. that came on, I would add to my vision board, mm-hmm. and um, I'll never forget. I had a friend come and sage. <laughs> like I was like, okay, we need to sage. Okay, I literally I, I, have my sage okay, over there. So you're, so I'm like, okay, we got to sage. We got to get some good juju in here. Like, yeah. okay. Um, a few hours later, I got an email from Anthropology. Shut up! I love this. It was so crazy. I mean, I fully believe. What you put out in the universe when you're when you are following your true love and doing something that fulfills you in your actual soul, the world benefits you and it 100%. wants it wants to help you. It yes. wants to put you on that path and Absolutely. it wants to keep you going. Yep, the universe is listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I caution people to be very careful what you're putting out there. Like yeah. I just don't have an appetite for negativity. Mm-hmm. I even will say like this is an example. I shockingly haven't talked about it on my page, but have you ever tried Van Loo and ice cream? No. Oh my, okay. Well, we need to get you to try it. It's my favorite. <laughs> like, I'm okay. a big ice cream person. It's my favorite ice cream in the world and they make a vegan Ooh. line and it is truly remarkable. They have a few shops in the city. Um, whatever. I've always been in love with them so much so that 
my wedding planner and the owners of the place we got married actually surprised us with the Van Leeuwen ice cream truck oh at my our God, wedding. That's and I cried harder than I've cried for anything in, my, in that whole weekend. So I was connected with them. We did like a social collaboration, whatever. I met the founder, um, one of the founders at Expo. And I've always said one of my goals is to have a special, like a Van Leeuwen seasonal special collaboration flavor. And I am so, I'm still set on this. I'm manifesting the it. shit out of this. I love it. I, d- I emailed the guy I talked to and I was like, dude, I know this is a total long shot, but what are the odds that you guys would want to do a collaboration? I'm, I just firmly believe if, in putting things out there, like shit isn't going to happen unless I ask right. for it. And he's like, you know what? No, right now, but who knows what happens I down the that. line. I love that you're putting this out there. So this is me putting it out there again. Absolutely. One day it will happen. We'll have to tag them on this. <laughs> oh, I will. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. Like, but that's just it. If you don't ask the universe for it, why are you going to get it? Like, exactly. it, it's like, listening. Like, you can't just hello. expect things to happen. No, you got to go out there and hustle mm-hmm. and make it happen. Like, I'm not, I'm pretty sure that if I just sat in, you know, my room and said, okay, just fix me because I'm dying. And it'd be so like, easy you know to I mean? do that. Yeah. And I'm, a, I want to be an active participant mm-hmm. in my life, but I do believe you have to ask for what you want. Mm-hmm and put that out there and magical things happen. I agree. And it honestly, I am so inspired by your story and I, everyone who's listening, who's listened to my shows before, they're aware of this, but I had an incident in March of 2018 where I was hit by a car while I was crossing the street. Oh my God. And yeah, and it's a huge part of my story now. And I suffered from a really bad concussion. Unfortunately, I had had a few. And so I was on disability from, I was working in the corporate industry Mm -hmm. in sales and trading. And I was on disability for two months. And during that time, I really came to the realization is life is way too short. If I'm not obsessed with my job and I'm not loving it and I'm not excited to go there every day and I know what I'm passionate about, then why the hell am I wasting my time in this office? Preach it. And so it's, I love, love hearing stories similar to this. Obviously what you faced was much more drastic and serious. I think everybody has something like this. But having a moment that really puts things in perspective for you, it changes the game. Oh, I absolutely. And I think that I was so stuck on my path Mm -hmm. that the universe really had to hit me over the head because I wouldn't wouldn't have listened to the subtleties like, oh, reading the book. No, I had to experience it. I had so so many subtleties and my friends always say they joke now they're like it literally took a car hitting you to yeah. get you to leave that job and that's and I'm like yeah it did yeah and but I that's was, what it is that's just it like I'll, I'll like oh I don't like it and I'm like well who's gonna change it but me mm-hmm. I agree. And, and that's kind of how that happened yeah um and now we're just you know I'm like let's play full out I love it and that's what this brand is I mean the the products are fabulous, of course like they I'm obsessed so with the products like I'm not I'm not gonna come out with a product unless I'm obsessed with mm-hmm. it but the products just serve to underscore mm-hmm. the whole reason, which is empowerment and education, that this is not a dress rehearsal. Go out there and live. Yeah, there's a mission behind it. Absolutely. And it, it really is not so much beauty-driven as much as being mindful, being healthy within, um, making educated, empowered, you know, taking your life back. Mm-hmm. I'd like to say that it's really about taking control back of your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's certainly where my name came from, Indy, is for independence. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, oh you know gosh. my I didn't you know my it wasn't born that name. No, I was going to ask oh, that. Oh, no. I started out as Lisa. Okay. And that stands for independent Lisa Indy Lee. Oh. Wow. Mm-hmm. So when did you change your name? So I started blogging when I got sick under mm-hmm. Indy Lee um, as a way to keep my impa- to keep my independence and take control of my mm-hmm. life. 
And then when we started the company, it was not named that. And then we were going through different names. And someone said, well, it's really about your story and taking claiming your independence mm-hmm. and being strong and wanting to empower others to understand what's going on in the industry. And they said, but your name sucks for a box. <laughs> they're like, nope. And then they're like, okay, well, so what's your maiden name? I'm like, that's even worse. <laughs> I'm like, Swengross is not going on a box. Oh my God, that would make <laughs> a great product. <laughs> so I said, well, I blogged under Indy Lee and I own the URL. And they're like, congratulations. So did you go by Indy Lee? Yeah, I changed my name legally. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck okay. yeah, all in. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> go big, go home. Oh yeah. That's Absolutely. so great. Because I was wondering that when, because when we had emailed, uh-huh. your name was Indy Lee. So I was like, oh, okay. And then that's her name. It, and it is. I love that story. I, it's so funny. I don't hear when people call Lisa. Mm-hmm. Like, I do not hear it. Mm-hmm. That I'll hear It's Indy. a past person. It is. I am not the same person. So you really progressed from one person to another oh, if, in every some, sense. Uh, 100%. Like, people laugh. Like, any of my high school friends who are listening to this, if someone were to describe me as a color, it would be beige and clear. <laughs> like, you wouldn't know I was in a room type of thing. I was really very passive. And mm-hmm. and yet planning, like, diligent, like, I have to do this, I have to do that. But yeah. didn't want to make any waves, didn't mm-hmm. want to be seen. Um, yeah, now I'm, like, bright orange. Amazing. <laughs> Fuchsia. You you were like a caterpillar. You went into uh, thank you. The, what's the word? I am I the chrysalis. I am yeah. a caterpillar. And you blossomed into a butterfly. I'm hell yeah, <laughs> loving that. <laughs> and what would you say your favorite characteristic about yourself is? Um, I think my optimism. Clearly, yeah, I mean, I'm amazed think, by it. I think it's my optimism. I mean, I think I'm very proud of some traits like know what mm-hmm. you know, know what you don't know, and hire yeah. people. But mm-hmm. I think my one of my best traits is my optimism characters is my optimism and um, my ability and my team will say this and to me my ability to collect people mm-hmm. so when I meet trait. people I truly meet them and listen and develop a, a, a relationship mm-hmm. that um, I like to carry yeah and keep in touch with people so you know I've had people who I've met on Twitter who um, and this is going back probably eight years ago, who mm-hmm. I, you know, invited to their wedding. They came and stayed at my house before I really knew. Like, I... Amazing. Wanted, yeah, yeah, my family was like, so you met them on Twitter. <laughs> They're coming and staying with them. Like, I've met them once or twice. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I love to collect people and stay in touch with people. I think that... I love that, too. Relationships um, are something sacred. Mm-hmm. And, and you're only as good as... Well, not as good, but you reflect everyone in your group. And so it's similar how they say like a team is only as strong as their weakest link. Like if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to find a new room. Absolutely. And that's why I like to hire people. Like I know what I know and I know what I don't know, but I Mm -hmm. want the freaking smartest people for a lot of the stuff that I don't know. And I don't know a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm Um, I'm the first to admit I don't know something. Yeah. But you know what? It's interesting though. I think that's our superpower. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not afraid to ask for help. Oh, neither. Not at all. I don't see that as a weakness. I see that as a strength, the ability to mm-hmm. say, nope, not sure. Let me ask somebody who knows. Yeah. And it honestly showed a lot in my old job because when I would mess up, I would go up to a trader. I'd be like, I fucked up. And the issue was if you held something back and you didn't admit it and you tried to cover it, that's when you get in real shit. Absolutely. I totally agree. I'm very much like, I don't know how to do this. How can I find someone that can help me and teach me? Exactly. But help me do it in a way that's great yes. instead of like half ass yeah and I the same thing with my team I always say we're gonna make mistakes mm-hmm. that's okay just tell me the mistake exactly. and, we'll, and then we can fix it yeah accountability let's just totally core value 
So when Indie Lee started, mm-hmm. wh- how many products were included in the line? Oh, boy. Let me think. Probably like eight. Okay. I mean, some of them are no longer with the line, mm-hmm. but I would say maybe eight SKUs. Mm-hmm. Now I think we have 30-something SKUs. It's incredible. I and know. where do you see the company going in the future? Um, glo- I mean, certainly expanding globally, mm-hmm. um, continuing to bring out products, but now we're taking really not a – direct turn but we're starting to now include things that are considered more wellness related okay um so not just food for your face as we Mm -hmm. like to or or for your body in terms of body care like lotions and exfoliators and things like that (laughs) but like now starting to say okay well what does wellness mean to us from a topical standpoint and aromatherapeutic so we just launched so yesterday it's not even out officially even though it's on our website like we just brought out um two energizing products so and it's from an aromatherapy so we're an energize Mm -hmm. um, body oil and it's real i mean the the scent is gorgeous it truly does awaken your senses and then a matching body wash okay so you know like great way to start your day yeah um the product that we launched right before that which is probably one of the products that i'm most proud of in the past 10 years Mm -hmm. is i recover so okay. that stands for my recovery. Yes. And it is a thermogenic, it is, the, both products are thermogenic, so it's mm-hmm. got that hot, cold kind mm-hmm. of um, sensory Make it better experience. for you, icy hot? Yeah, I like to say <laughs> bougie bengay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and completely clean, but um, I have tried everything under the sun for my rheumatoid arthritis, and this mm-hmm. was the first product that did something topically that truly helps when I'm having a flare-up. I mean, really helps me yeah. soothe that. And um, it's a soak, bath scrub soak, so you can use it in the bath, or you can scrub yourself in oh, the shower. Wow. And then it's got salt, but then when the water hits it, it turns like into this enzymatic milk. It's just incredible. And then the scent and Okay, now I need to try yeah. this. I don't have a bath, but I need. But to you can use it in, in I'll the try shower. The scrub. Yeah, perfect. So that, so that scrub, it's a one thing. So you can mm-hmm. use it in the tub, or you can use it as a scrub in your shower. I use it in the shower, mm-hmm. um, and then, and then I can use. I do use it every once in a while when I do a soak, mm-hmm. but um, then it has a, a gel, which is like, um, like what we we're talking, like more of the right. icy hot, where you can put it on your muscle you know, aches and soreness, tension. And then you can also use it like on your temples, on your temples or behind your, yeah, that would help me for tension, migraines. Head, for migraines mm-hmm. and tension headaches. People are finding it really, really okay. aids. I will definitely be talking about this on my page. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm it's constantly looking for things to help with my migraines. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I know Amazing. so many people who are saying, oh my God, I suffer from migraines. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I bring it on my flights with me. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm so, so grateful to have had you on here. Oh my gosh, my honor. But I do have to close with one food-related question. This is going to be scary. Don't ask me to cook. I'm not, I'm not. It's if, what would be up to three ways to your heart through food? So not necessarily like your last meal, but the three things, it can be generic, it can be very specific meals. Oh, sure. That just make you so happy. Um, Sushi from mm-hmm. Sugarfish. Thank you for bringing one into Manhattan. <laughs> um, so definitely sushi is yes. a big way to my heart. Um, oh my gosh, this is an interesting one. What do I just absolutely love? Um, I love seafood. I just I, I love too. like raw like mm-hmm. clams on the half shell, oysters. Um, a good raw bar. Yeah, a good raw bar, one hundred percent, and. 
this is gonna sound so funny, like delicious ripe cantaloupe. <laughs> That's so funny. No, but I just, it's lo- I just like delicious. Oh it's so yeah, good. I know it's just the weirdest thing. Do you also like honeydew or just I do. cantaloupe? Nope, I do. Okay. I, you know what? I love don't all melons. No, I don't discriminate <laughs> against my melons. Crenshaw, watermelon. Well, I love watermelon. Me too. Love. But you know what? Um, I'll never forget. I went to school up north and we went to a cantaloupe farm, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I've never had anything like that. And like to this day, I'm searching for the perfect cantaloupe. It's, it's just Well, the this is one thing. of the reasons I love asking this question because so many people, there's always one thing that's from a past time, whether it's a very young child or like a young adult, and it, it they just can't stop thinking about no, it. It transforms, like yes. truly. I mean, and that was a while ago. It really brings me back. I can remember where I was vividly, and exactly. it was like I would say May 1993. It's, it's wild, like, and I can remember. Like, and you'll everything. never forget it. No, and like I think we bought up every cantaloupe we can find, <laughs> and like I've grown cantaloupe in my backyard. Everything I just can't get it right, but. No, it's just that one thing. It was just so sweet and, oh my God. A good cantaloupe is really freaking good. Right? But yeah. Because you know what? A bad cantaloupe is not is so good. So, so bad. bad. <laughs> so bad. So that's funny. Also, like all fruit. Fruit can be so good and it can yeah. be awful. Like a, um, I don't know the word for it, but a watermelon that's not good and it's almost like mushy yeah, kind of. Yeah, and, that texture oh, and gritty. God, that, I also, no. I also love her karai turnips. I don't know if I've ever had oh that type of The turnip. most random thing I can ever think yeah, I'll never forget. I was at, um, oh God, Stone Barn. I was just there. I've oh never, my okay. God. So I've never eaten there, but I've gone to the farm for, back okay. when I was doing farming. And mm-hmm. I'll never forget, we were walking and whatnot through the farms and their greenhouses, and I was getting tips on um, yeah. pest control, et cetera, doing it organically. Mm-hmm. And he just picks up this turnip, and I'm like, Okay, that's really that's beautiful. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, just eat it. I was like, uh, no, my turnips need to be in matzo ball soup. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, oh, you've never had this. I was like, oh my god, it's like uh, <laughs> everything they make there. I know is unlike anything I've ever tasted before in my life. I know it I know. is so dreamy. You need to go and have I know. a meal. At I can't the even farm. believe me. Have my I life. know but for real? Yeah, so that I am able to grow at home and just I love it. But you should go realize. celebrate your tenure. I know. I'm planning okay, for any you. of my friends who are listening to this, <laughs> yeah, let's seriously. make a reservation for me. It's please. so delicious. Yeah. Or random people who just want to take me a stone Anyone. Anyway, I'm, yeah, I'm really okay. I'm with game that. to go with that. Okay, okay you have to take us both. <laughs> <laughs> that goes for both of us. Well, thank you so much for being on thank the show. You. It was such a pleasure getting to know you. And for anyone listening, this was our first time meeting. Yes, it was. You're actually no Tara was the first oh no, I had met Tara. You might be the first guest that I had never actually met prior. Wow, I'm yeah. honored. Oh my gosh, so much fun. This is a big step. I know. So everything will be in the show notes regarding Indie Lee, their products. I'll also link some of my personal favorites that Thank I you. use every day. But definitely get your shopping on. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Freckled Foodie and Friends. I thoroughly hope you enjoyed it. If you could be so kind, I would greatly appreciate a rate and or review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. Currently, this one's available on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please subscribe to make sure you're up to date with new episodes coming at you every Friday morning. If once a week isn't enough of me, please follow along on my most active social channel, Instagram. Find me, my unedited videos, recipes, random rants, and info for all my other social channels on there at Freckled Foodie.